Hello, hello, and welcome to Borborygmy, Noises from the Veterinary World, the podcast that lets you overhear conversations between veterinary professionals about anything and everything that's topical in the industry. The triumphs and the tribulations, they're all in here. I'm Naomi Meller, vet and podcaster, and we are into season two. So 2020 has been quite the year, which for a lot of us has featured more tribulations than triumphs, if we're honest. So in the spirit of recognising that the pandemic has upended a lot of people's finances, we thought we'd bring you a new series of conversations around money. We're being supported for this season by VetU, a veterinary-led community encouraging you to face up to your finances, to get the help and advice you need and start paving the way to a brilliant financial future, whether that's starting your own business or planning for your retirement. Everyone involved in VetU has had highs and lows in their own financial journeys. So this season is all about telling you the stories of our community to help you make the most of your finances. Most important of all, we want to hear from you over the next few weeks. Send us an email at hello at vetu.co.uk. Drop me a DM at Naomi the Vet or write us a review on Apple Podcasts with your thoughts and feedback and we'll be featuring a few of them each week. We really want to know what you think about money, about pay in the profession, about whether you even give your financial future a second thought or anything else you fancy. Vivan and Rory went down an absolute treat last week and stimulated quite a bit of discussion about pensions on social media. Surprising, I know. Um, Andrew Miller wrote to us and he said, great topic to discuss. Although not personal pensions, I do seem to be collecting workplace pensions. At the minute, I've changed jobs twice in two years, been through two corporate takeovers and come out the other side with five different pensions having been set up and started, then stopped. Andrew, I hear you. I think there's a lot of other people in the same boat and I am definitely one of them as well. If you are in this position, do have a look at Raindrop's website as they can find all of your old pensions for you and put them together, which is just an amazing service. Um, I've been making use of that recently and I would certainly recommend it to other people. There was so much wisdom, interesting stuff and general fun in this upcoming episode that I couldn't cram it all into one podcast. So you've actually got not one, but two sessions with the fabulous Jenny Guyatt and Libby Kemker and Thompson coming your way this week, which is such a pre-Christmas treat. Libs and Jenny will be familiar to many of you. They've been supporting and inspiring people within the veterinary profession for many, many years and are both brilliant career coaches helping others to unlock their potential. Today, they're talking about what money mindset actually is. It's a term we hear a lot, but not something that many of us will know much about. They're also touching on understanding your own attitudes towards money and how that translates into building a team of people around you that complement your own skills. So sit back and enjoy. We were going to talk a little bit about what money mindset actually is, um, or another term for it that I like to think of as wealth consciousness. Um, so for me, money mindset, the, the realization I had about this is that we, we have sort of, it, if you think of homeostasis physiologically, where we have a set point, whether that's our body temperature or whatever, and when we go out of alignment with that, the body then corrects back to that set point. We actually have the same sort of thing with how we feel and, uh, about money, how we view um, ourselves and money. So we have like a wealth thermostat, if you like, like a financial set point. Often our financial set point is something that we are we are sometimes actually born with, depending on our culture, our upbringing, what we heard around money from our parents. Um, 
And then we, we kind of add to that over the years as well. So it's this sort of set point of what we think we we uh, deserve, what we think we are, a, what value we think we provide and what we think a person like me can earn or can accumulate in terms of wealth. So for me, that's that's kind of what our money mindset is. And we have, along with that, go certain behaviours. So when you start looking into kind of wealth consciousness, um, there are different, I guess you call them money archetypes. So, and, and there are a few different um, people that measure these in slightly different ways, but when you kind of overlay them, they all come out relatively similarly. So just like you might go and take um, a psychometric profiling test to look at how your thinking styles or your personality differ, you can also do the same for money and you can find out what your kind of relationship and, and um, attitudes towards money are because we do tend to fall into these set archetypal patterns. So that's a part of our money mindset as well. So really, so that's, so when I think about it, that's what it means to me. I mean, Libby, I'd be interested to see what, what's your definition of money mindset. Have you got anything extra? Oh, it's so interesting, isn't it? I love the subject because it's so, and I don't know about you, Jen, but when I'm coaching people on this, it's one of the biggest areas where you can make immediate changes in people's lives in, in, in just what their perception about one area and you're so right to describe it as like this this thermostat, this set point, this almost like a barometer. And because what happens and what I see happen, and I've done it myself, you exceed your set point, you scare yourself and you bring yourself back down. Because you've got this level that you agree is this is what I'm allowed, this is what is acceptable. And as soon as you out earn yourself or you you beat the beat the target, your body and brain sort of go, oh, oh, I'm not sure about that. And you dial it back and you you move back to where you have deemed to be allowed and and it's so fascinating watching this happen in real life I work with entrepreneurs that are struggling with fear and doubt over their over their value and their worth and it keeps them from growing a profitable business and they self-sabotage and until they fix this amazing six inches between their ears uh, and and until they understand where they're doing this they will keep doing that over and over again. And I've seen, I've, I've worked with one entrepreneur in particular, she'd had five businesses, which she'd got to a certain level, crashed them each time. And she blamed the market, she blamed the, the environment, she blamed everything around her. And until she came to me in desperation, because she had all these amazing ideas, until she actually sat down with me and started working with me and, and drilled down. And you know what it was? It was a little voice of her mother going, money doesn't grow in trees, you know. And you know, yeah, it does actually grow on trees when you're an entrepreneur, you can make money happen unless you're pulling yourself back over and over again. And that's exactly what she was doing. So when people work with me, we create these uh, massive money breakthroughs. I use something called my um, money blueprint, which is all about looking back exactly as Jen said to where did you get the story? Where's your, where's your belief system formed from? And so many times it's your parents' voice. And I'll ask, I'll ask anyone listen to this now, get a pen, write down money is fill in the blank and do you know what I I also and lovely add-on to that is when you've got people to see the money is and money makes me feel and this is how I you know write out how you feel about money and how you treat money then go back over what you've written and swap the word money for partner so this can be really powerful because what we want to do is get to a point where we're treating money not like the enemy not like something scarce that's going to evaporate, but treating it like you would a loving partner. And if you want to see what your current relationship with money is like, do Libby's money is exercise and then swap money for partner. So if you say my partner never shows up on time, 
I can't hang on to my partner. My partner scares the life out of me. You know, that's not a healthy relationship. And so that can be another really useful way of seeing what your current relationship with money is like. Uh, The two kind of systems that I tend to look at, it will depend who I'm working with and what they're wanting to achieve. So quite often, if it's someone who's entrepreneurial, who's already in business, then I will tend to use something like wealth dynamics, which Libby's really aware of as well. When I'm working with someone who more on a kind of personal, looking at your personal finances, because sometimes we can be different about our money when it comes to work than we are. I know people who are brilliant with their money and their business and absolutely shocking in their personal life. So with the personal stuff, um, I use a system called Sacred Money Archetypes. Denise Duffield-Thomas is a really brilliant lady for all things money. She has a thing where you can go, um, uh, one of her freebies is kind of taking the Sacred Money Archetypes. There's like nine different types, but it will, a lot of it depends on your attitude towards spending or saving. So some people, uh, there's one archetype called the celebrity. And so that's all about, you know, the things you have and the material wealth and how you dress so kind of money is very linked to that there's a nurturer one which is really really common I think we see this a lot in vet consult rooms where um the the person is is very caring and they will give away their own money to their own financial detriment to look after other people so they will be almost giving too much and unable to hang on to their money because they're you know constantly giving it away um there's like the the maverick um so there, there are lots of different types I don't know them all off my heart Libby do you know some of the wealth dynamics? I'm happy to to talk about this and especially for this Betty audience I've translated them into big cats because it makes my brain happy and so <laughs> <laughs> being cat obsessed and uh, slightly bonkers it's um really easy to think of them as is these sort of different personalities so we start with our dynamo that's the highest frequency archetype and and the dynamo brains are the first to buy they're that they want the vip treatment so you you you're in the middle of talking and a dynamo is like i'm in I'm, I'm there you know and i'm often on the phone with the dynamo type and they're buying my programs before i finish describing them and dynamos are all about they want now they they they've got this massive vision they've got this helicopter view so with money what they tend to do is they're always seeing what's next their their keyword is what what's now what's next but they're never thinking of the present they're always thinking about what's coming so as a result they don't see a problem until it's on fire so with their money they can be really impetuous but they they will be at the head of the curve because of that they need a team around them to help business work the next one round so they're our, our cheetah brains we think of those as the, the cheetah energy then we go around to blaze which we think of as like the lion these are all about people so they're about this this pride they work with a team so with money they're great when they're looking at something that's a collaborative project or something that's going to help the world something that's going to help other people because they're all about this supportive uh, inclusive gang and a lot of female entrepreneurs fit into this pocket but they're again they're very fast they want to be quick so they don't take the time on the details so they need that accountant slowing them down and this is the slow down to speed up game with money which is so important and and from the lion energy we go around to the tempos which are you can think of like a leopard so people will think of them as slow but they're incredibly powerful and what that looks like with money is that means they have a spreadsheet and then a list of their spreadsheets and then they have a book and you know everything's written and planned out to the nth degree and so the the leopard can be dismissed quite a lot by the dynamo as being too staid but their power is their strength is in that slow because they're really like if if 
the dynamo, the, the cheetah brain is that zoomed out helicopter view. These guys are the Google Earth. They know where you live. So they know the detail. They're all about the fine print of money. So you might be a, a tempo brain if you're if you if you know to the penny, you know, what's in each account. Whereas a dynamo is just like, I have some, I, I have things, and then they won't give that that fine print view. The final energy, which is the lowest frequency and is the most interesting to me around business, is this steel brain. So they won't have the big ideas. They and like a tempo and the steel, I think of as the tiger brain, you know, the slow, stealthy padding. And the tigers run every big bank and every big law firm out there. So the steel energy is one that is, again, how flexible is a bar of steel? Not so much. And they won't bend. They get their rigidity from their strength. And they've got this resolute idea of what to do with money. I find these the hardest to change, but that's because I'm a dynamo blaze. I'm, I'm sort of a mix of the cheetah and the lion brain because I'm I'm that, let's go, let's go, <laughs> running to get there. And I won't do the detail. I won't do that precision behind the scenes. So I, I buy in a team around me. And once you know what brain type you sit with the most, once you know how your brain resonates, it's then very easy to target your soft spots and buy in that expertise. And that's what makes me successful in business. So I don't try and do everything I know where to say, you know, that's not my bag. And I've, I've got a top-notch accountant. I've got a top-notch steel. And he's actually a mixture of the dynamo and the steel energy. And he helps me with all everything back end. I don't do my own invoicing, for example. Um, a, because it makes me want to poke my eyes out with a spoon. And B, because I'm not good at it. I miss things because that's not my flow. It's not my energy. So like Jen says, we've got, we've got to recognize sort of where we're starting from. And this is one of the biggest things that I do with people. And I'm sure you do the same, Jen. It's that clarity of where are you now? You know, and that's looking at what have you got? What do you already had, have in your hands? Where's your strengths? Where's your superpowers? And then what do you need to buy in? And the, the best thing that I can tell people about money mindset is there are people out there to help you with every bit of it that you can't do yourself. You don't have to do it all yourself. And as, and as an entrepreneur, you shouldn't. It's not healthy to do it all yourself either. So fascinating. This was all really new to me and I found it really interesting hearing about the different money archetypes. So just as a recap, Libby was talking about wealth dynamics and Jen was on about sacred money archetypes. If you are interested in any of them, I've popped links in the show notes. So just have a look on your phone or wherever you're listening and you'll be able to click straight through to some websites with more information where you can take a test or have a bit of more of a read if you're interested. Thanks so much for listening. It really does mean a lot to us that you do. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it wherever you can and do tell a friend. We would love more of you to join our little community celebrating the veterinary profession and those working within it. Borborygmy is brought to you by me, Naomi Mella, as part of Vetstego Diversify. Thanks to everyone involved this season. Your support is much appreciated.